0: International
1: Episode 64 of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for sexy, sexy perverts. My name is Benjamin C. Cholock. I am the Pied Piper of Princeton University, a uh, specialist in philosophy, here to uh, teach the meaning of life and, uh, and other things to my good friend and colleague sitting not, not quite across from me. Uh, as we normally do, but off to the side. Yeah, uh, I'm your side piece. Yeah, my side piece. You're off to the side piece. Yeah, <laughs> my my highly. That's valued... when you.
2: Ha- that's when you have sex with a girl that you're not in a committed relationship with, but like you don't really look at her. Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, kinda. I like, can't really see her. Well, speaking of
1: women, why are you off to the side today, Pat?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> my dear uh, friend and roommate Victoria is uh, sleeping in the living room where we record uh-huh. and uh, won't wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how did you try to wake her up? I tried to wake her up. I played uh, I Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish. Once I knew you were coming over, mm-hmm. I had to make sure that she would wake up, which I failed at. Yeah. Uh, I She's played...
1: still just dozing away. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It uh, appears to be, yeah, alive, so that's good.
1: Completely oblivious to,
2: yep. <laughs> to us recording. <laughs> we, we played that. We played uh, One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played that... Mm-hmm song by the crash test yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh all the hits
2: all the hits <laughs> and uh they have no effect so yeah nothing we're nothing doing deep. that so she's here as a guest kind of um <laughs> yeah see. our first sleeping yep. guest <laughs> my, my upstairs neighbors uh <laughs> judging by the sounds they're making are installing a bowling alley and on the second floor yeah so this is a hotbed of activity here on things are episode. happening dude yeah. things are happening we're actually I think our first, ti- our first ever
1: two-part episode. This is, yeah, technically our, f- our s- first ever two-part episode. I don't know if the Greek triple stacks count. No. No, okay, because they're each about a different guy. Yeah, they're also, okay. you know. What, lost, say, history? Much like the Greeks.
2: No, they're, um, they're sort of one continuous thing. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like the Star Wars sequels. Yeah, it's prequels. like the trilogy. We've come up with three trilogies so yeah. far. The prequels fit into the, the main storyline so well. This you know is what? One long thing.
1: I think we did the. I think we did the Greeks in the same order that George Lucas did his <laughs> thing. Oh, what do you mean? Because the middle ones are the main ones, right? Kind of dark. No, no, no. So okay. So here's. Here, so get this, right? What? So New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Jedi. Uh, sure. Return of the Jedi. The classic
2: trilogy. The classic trilogy. Of Star Wars. That occurs in the, the middle The movie,
1: right? Yeah. In the timeline, even though it came first when it was released. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. We did Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle, the classics. Right. Right. Uh, we did them first, even though they kind of lie in the middle.
2: Oh, and then we kind of did a prequel?
1: Yeah, and then we did, a, we did a prequel, and then actually, you know what? No, never mind. We, we fucked it up. We didn't do it that, oh, that so, way at all. Oh, so okay. <laughs> so the
2: metaphor fails completely. Oh, no, yeah. That, that metaphor fell flat the slightest. Completely. Yeah. The, the first. Well, because, <laughs> time because that you looked at it critically, you went, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you instantly proved yourself wrong.
1: Well, that's good. That sucks. Well, I mean, at least I, I looked at it with a critical eye.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean true. I could have just you I could I could've
1: just like lied and been like, no, it still counts. It's still a metaf- the metaphor. Somebody but,
2: um I was uh, performing uh uh this past uh Saturday at Ditch the Fest here uh-huh. in lovely Austin, Texas. How'd that go? Uh it was very fun, I was at Cheer Up Charlies, uh and uh somebody Actually, one of the, uh, the, of the 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 people who put on the uh, fest uh-huh. uh, told me that he listened. That he, I knew that he listened to this podcast, but he goes, "Man, I hate it when you're so mean to Ben." <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I was like, wow, "Yes, you're the only person who thinks that." Because <laughs> no, man, I have allies. So much fun, like who? Um, like him? I listen, guess he's a bad guy. Powerful. He's
1: a pretty powerful ally, actually. Yeah, area woman on Twitter. Yeah, she's on my side. Is she Harrison Hammonds?
2: Harrison Hammonds, how do you know?
1: Because I sent you that, uh, I sent you that, that, um, okay, I'm going to post this. Uh, That screenshot of the message you sent me. Harrison Hammonds is another comic in the scene who listens to the show.
2: Good dude. Well, I thought he was a good dude.
1: Well, he is a good dude because he understood moral luck in like two minutes. And it took you an entire episode. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 explained it to his mom and she
2: got it. Okay, well, I'm sure his mom's very smart. He's smart. So it makes sense that his mom's smart. Oh, sorry, I don't I don't have the time to sit around and think about luck, Harrison. Guy was in the fucking Air Force. Well, of this is literally what we're doing.
1: Out. We're carving out an hour of time for you to learn about this You have some heavy hitters on your side.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Area woman? Harrison? Yeah. Man, this is uh Yeah, it's a
1: a, a who's who of people who... <laughs> listen to podcasts. <laughs> who listen to podcasts. Wow, well, yeah. that's
2: not the best designation to give someone. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, especially our podcast. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Well, folks... Part oh, two of art. Part two of art. Art, part two. Art? Yeah, part. Sure. Two. Okay. We just winked at each other. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's recap. Okay. Do you remember anything from the last episode? I just
2: remember <laughs> us getting upset at one another.
1: Yeah, but that happens every episode. Do you remember specifically why? Um, I'm sure you thought you were being really cool
2: and smart. <laughs> okay.
1: I mean... But and then that's why you got upset? Yeah,
2: you know, I, I speak for the common man. Uh huh. And um
1: I Do you remember any of the content of of
2: the previous episode? Yeah. Okay, what what I was like being was it? I remember I was like I said something insightful and you were like, No, but actually you're begging the question. I'm Ben. I don't
1: know if I do well, I do honestly you say can't that? remember. I I've never said I No, that's not true. I've said multiple times that you've begged the question. Yeah. I'm a question you, beggar. You dude. always do.
2: Yeah, it's what I do. You shouldn't do that. Well, I'm trying to learn some fallacy. I'm trying to learn, so I'm begging questions from you. You shouldn't beg questions. You should ask questions. Okay, well, then here's a question. What did we learn last time?
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know what, what you learned last time. <laughs> Rather, what did you I can tell you what I tried to teach. Yeah, <laughs> what, what was your attempt? Okay, so we're talking about art. Uh, what is a work of art? Uh what is that that art feeling that you get? You yeah. know, when you feel arty? When you It's a when feeling you, that I get. Yeah, when you appreciate art, what what's going on there? And then we talked briefly about your arch nemesis and how he once again foiled your plot. Oh, I not do remember anything. that. Yeah. yeah. I remember we
2: had to talk about stupid Emmanuel. Yeah. Sex is for creeps Kant. <laughs> Ema- Emmanuel, sex is for creeps. Emmanuel, Kant. leave that sex over there, please. Kant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember. I remember. I remember. He popped up. I don't remember exactly why. Yeah.
1: Well, he 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 was popped up his entire life because he never popped off. But um, what we can say is, I, I hope that you learned a little bit about how art is not knowledge in the traditional sense, uh, and how aesthetics as a branch of philosophy has bewitched philosophers for a long ass time. Yeah. Okay.
2: Everything has. Again, this is just one of my main complaints, I guess, that I have about philosophy is that they haven't solved anything in the thousands of years they've been trying to do it. It's just like, but why? I don't know. Here's the thing, and I'm sure you won't understand this, but I have to make my case for
1: philosophy real quick. Here's the, the reason why philosophy seems like it doesn't solve anything is because once they solve something, quote unquote... It is not philosophy anymore. It turns into either science or like critical theory or something else. Oh how how convenient that is. Yeah, when I make
0: this motherfucker, you no motherfucker. A what?
1: The whole point. What they what what philosophy is designed to do is to articulate the question. Sure. Okay. If it can be answered definitively, then it's not in philosophy's court anymore. Okay.
2: That sucks. So that means it's just <laughs> going to be a bunch of creeps, a bunch of virgins from Germany. Here's what it is. You know what's so strange about philosophy? What? It's either virgins from Tell Germany. Me. Tell me what. It's either uh, it's either fucking virgins uh-huh. okay from Germany or it's just sex crazed Frenchmen. I don't understand what's going on here. That is
1: weird that it's either those two. It's or, really Or or it's like just Greeks who they both are like. Ugh.
2: Yeah, they're both yeah, I I don't I'd rather the
1: French and the Germans are like Yeah,
2: I'd rather not talk about Greek sexuality. Uh but yeah,
1: there is historically there's been Uh, some Pat I'd rather not talk about Greek sexuality
2: Dean. Well historically there's been some iffy sort of
1: Yeah, they've kinda they've kinda wandered off the standard path there for a while. Yeah, oh. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Okay. Well this one they wah 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 wonder. (laughs) Why? Why I got why 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 why? They're fucking kids. Calm down, Greece. You're really gross. Stop fucking children. To children. <laughs> Alright, so keep going.
1: Alright, so So talk to me about art. Okay. Do you do you want me to? Yes, I'm ready to learn. Yeah. I'm ready to get fueled. How fast do you want me to do it? How slow? fast slow or fast? Oh man. What setting do you want this art conversation to be?
2: Probably pretty slow. Okay. Go easy on me. Oh yeah. So here we go.
1: Art part two. Um, mm. Yeah, so we had a couple things that I wanted to address here. Uh, generally, we discuss the, uh, like the nature of art. What is an, a work of art? What is that like, recognition that we get when, you s- when we see art? Okay? Now, on this episode, I wanted to talk about a couple different things. One is um, just like how you define a work of art precisely, right? So like, there's a lot of people who say that it requires certain things. Like a work of art requires a certain level of skill. Right. Like, yeah. OK. Because, you know, that argument where which is always said by the dumbest people, which is when they look at modern art and they go, oh, my kid could have drawn that. Yeah. Right. OK. So what do you, what is your opinion on that? Like, is there any modern art that kind of falls in that category of like my quote oh. unquote, my five year old could have done oh, of it? Of
2: course. Whenever it's just you'll see something like it's a white canvas and there's a single, you know dot of red Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah that red dot is us and everyone's like oh shit okay it's like ah, fuck off so why because it's uh, i feel like there's a big part of modern art that is trying to trick people (laughs) (laughs) okay in the sense this is interesting where because stuff like that or that asshole who just it was just a blank canvas Okay, yeah. And so you go, it means whatever you want it to mean. And you go, oh, God. Now That's literally the most lazy form of art. Right. Okay. That, that, I think, is bullshit. However, even though I think that's easy and lazy, mm-hmm. your kid could not have done that because art, as I said last time, requires intent. So if your kid just splattered some shit, knocked over something on a canvas, what does that mean? Nothing. Yeah, it means your it's kid's not all. dumb, and you're not watching them, and I'm going to call, you know, child protective services. <laughs> That's what that means, bin.
1: Well, let's say let's say someone's kid pours like, you know, I don't know, apple juice or orange juice or something over your you're sitting down, right?
2: Okay. I'm working uh, on my art.
1: Yeah, you're working on your art. You're about to uh, paint a beautiful watercolor. Cool. And you're sitting down to do it down at uh at Thunderbird Coffee down the street from uh, from your home here on in Austin, Texas. Sure. Okay. You got one of those like little canvases, the ones
2: that and you, we were really pinpointing no. where I live. <laughs> the, I mean people <laughs> RBM food marts across the street and Thunderbird Coffee's down the road. You I was guys, feeling weird. I was feeling weird about saying
1: Thunderbird Coffee that it's across that's down the road. Who cares? There's three, three apartment like, complexes here. You if can if figure people, it out. If anyone wanted to murder you or rob your house, all they would have to do is listen to all 64 episodes of, of our Nothing. award-winning podcast yeah. to know where you live. <laughs> yeah, you could. I
2: mean, you could definitely pinpoint a reasonable... You've announced your own zip
1: code before, so I don't feel too guilty.
2: Yeah, 78722. Yeah,
1: I'm 78723. We're zip neighbors. Oh, really? Yeah. We're zip daddies. Zip daddies. Yeah, we're zip daddies. That's cool.
2: <laughs> so I go there, okay. and I'm working, and some some punk kid...
1: Yeah, just like, you know... Come on, parents. Pour some shit on, on your canvas there. And uh, it makes maybe it makes like a weird design or something or who knows. Okay, now you're all pissed off because your your potential work of art is ruined, right? Yeah, that sounds pretty infuriating. Yeah, but what if someone walks by, notices it, and says, "Ooh, that looks pretty cool. How'd you do that?" I go, "Give me fifty bucks, and it's yours." Okay, <laughs> okay. now how do you feel justified
2: charging the fifty dollars? Um, because it's in the eye of the beholder, brother. And it's something that they think is beautiful. Who am I to... You know, it's like some people, Ben... Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Some people think Benedict Cumberbatch is good-looking. And I I just don't see it. he isn't. I don't understand that at all. It's one of those things where girls go, oh, that guy's so good-looking. And you go, he's not. No, he's not. I mean, if you're into ugly people, then yeah, Yeah. he is really hot. Which, by the way, thank God for y'all. Otherwise, me and Ben would be screwed. What I'm saying is that... (laughs) I feel like every once in a while there's a person that everyone just goes, "Oh yeah, that's the person." Yeah, it's, it's like, like you know, how every you
1: know who I'm into. I'm into someone who looks like uh, their father mated with a hammerhead shark, <laughs> <laughs> a really British hammerhead sure. shark,
2: and a very talented one. Yeah. Let's, let's let's we'll give the man his due. The man is a, is a fabulous actor. He's fabulous. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> but. That's the most inside troll I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, earlier today, I refer, <laughs> ten minutes before we, rec- we started recording, I referred to Ben as fabulous Ben because it's such a shitty nickname, and yeah. you're just not that at all. So it kind of doesn't make sense. And it really
1: upset our good friend Amber, the Scarlet Disaster, the
2: Scarlet Disaster, the Scarlet D that we, yeah. uh, we call her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, so every once in a while there's someone that, that people just go, oh yeah, that's my, it's like, uh, it's like how every woman had this thing in like the year 2003 where they were like, I'm not gay, but I would definitely sleep with Angelina Jolie. Everyone said that, and it annoyed me. What? You don't remember that? That was a thing. When women were saying that? Yeah, that was like every woman's girl crush. It was Angelina Jolie. Really? It's so, yeah, so basic. It is basic because, okay, granted, she's hot as shit, Right. But,
1: like, whatever. I mean, I guess. Why? Yeah,
2: I don't. It Why I, that? I wonder. I wah, 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 wah wonder. Stop.
1: I just like that song. That's going to be the new thing that's going to piss me off. Okay. Well, actually, this is what's sort of interesting. What's uh, interesting, Ben? Uh. Okay. So, that issue of, like, people who think that Benedict Cumberbatch is
2: hot. Well, I don't. I mean. Okay. He's. I'm sure he, I mean, he's very charming, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, Is that the attraction there? You also saved a man's life. Did you hear about that? Well, so did Bernie Sanders. There's no one fucking trying to fuck him. I think a lot of people want to have sex with Bernie Sanders. Actually, I I think so, too, and and that I also don't get. Yeah, they're all female friends of Jake Flores. (laughs) They're all noted internet comedian and funny man. Jacob F. Flores. Feral jokes himself. Um, My point is that... um, yeah, he saved this guy. This guy was like getting mugged, <laughs> and he like jumped out of his car and like fought the guy off.
1: Whoa, really? Yeah. All that right, I'd fuck him after batch. that then.
2: You'd fuck him? I'd fuck him for that. Yeah, for I being get Being a it. hero?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I let him. I let him have me. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, so you're, you'll you'll you, so you will you'll I got horny for heroism. You'll <laughs> put out for heroes. Yeah. All right, guys. If you're a hero, <laughs> if you're a fireman or uh, something like that, if you've ever saved a life. Please tweet at Porn, which is Ben's unfortunate um, uh, Twitter name. You mean fortunate. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and message him and tell him your tales of heroism. Well, here's the thing. It's not just anybody. And let him right? know when you're going to fuck.
1: I, I need to see them do it.
2: We didn't see Benedict C do it. Yeah, but I'll, gonna give, take I'll give him seat. a pass because he's a
1: celebrity. What? Yeah. It's totally arbitrary, but yeah, those are my rules. Weird.
2: Okay. Well, you know, whatever, dude.
1: Look, It's my... your mouth. My libido contains multitudes, all right? I can't explain myself. Gross. So, <laughs>
2: what on earth? <laughs> what is this do, new philosophy?
1: Oh, man, it's tons. Uh, look, let's get back to the issue, though. Um, Bandit Connerbatch, what is his deal? What is his deal? Why do people want to fuck him? Well, why do people like, think he's good-looking? Right, that's that's an aesthetic quality. It's like when they, someone thinks that they're good looking.
2: The main question here, I can see.
1: Hold on, real quick. Let me make this point. Sure. I see how people would want to maybe fuck Benedict Cumberbatch because he is a an actor, or B a celebrity. Yeah. Or I went from A to C, or D a hero, um, which you know is where I'm where I'm at.
2: Sure. You you don't see him so much as an actor as a British hero. Yeah, a great a hero British
1: hero. Yeah. yeah, in the tradition of. Uh, Winston Churchill and sure. Freddie Mercury, um, <laughs>
2: John Entwistle, the bass player for the Who.
1: Sure, him too. I'd the Ox, too. they called him. The Ox. Yeah. Why?
2: Because of his strong constitution and how and he stayed oh. still on stage. Okay. Everyone else would rock out, and he would stand perfectly still and play like amazing bass.
1: For some reason, I, when you said Ox, I thought like the word
2: like an Ox chord. And oh, I was like, God, <laughs> that's the most millennial shit <laughs> I've ever heard. I was like, you why is thought he that the John court. Antwistle from The Who, who's well, dead. Well, his name is Antwistle. Like, fuck he's you. He's dead. He gave his life for rock and roll. And you have the nerve to call him the Ox, aux, A-U-X. You suck, Ben. And <laughs> people like you, the millennials, they're putting all these. You're a ar- millennial too, bitch. Yeah, sure, but I'm like, I'm not like one the way you are. Well, you're like a—it's like, you know how, like— What do you mean by that? So, you know how, like, we're, we're raised Catholic, but we're not practicing Catholics?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not and a I, practicing millennial? And you're a
2: practicing millennial.
1: No, you are a practicing millennial. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. In
2: what sense? You just said, you just said he was called the a you,
1: you don't work more than, like, three days a week.
2: Well,
0: okay.
1: okay. <laughs> you're basically a man-child.
2: A, a man-child? In what sense? In, I like beer, and I like fucking <laughs> All right, those, those two things sound like pretty adult things to me. That sounds pretty millennial to me. How? Millennials are having less sex, and they're drinking less alcohol.
1: Is that true? That uh, cannot be true.
2: No, that is true, I think.
1: All right, this is not a statistics podcast. No, All I right. also
2: made that up. Fuck you. All right. My point, Ben, is that you are <laughs> like a card-carrying millennial guy, and I am just sort How? of— How? How? Just in your 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 craven attitudes, your uh, de, your <laughs> craven your craven <laughs> attitudes, your uh, <laughs> deplorable <laughs> display of, of sexuality on a constant basis.
1: I don't display my sexuality you don't, you that don't, much. You
2: don't eat at chain restaurants. What do you mean? Uh, that what? Just because that one time when we went to Olive Garden? Look, my point is that you're a millennial. A lot of shit is coming out this
1: episode. Yeah. Apparently,
2: yeah, that you are a <laughs> millennial, and I'm just like a cool gentleman. So there's you know, no so cool gentleman generation. Oh, there is. You're looking at it, brother. So hold on. So, so what was your point? <laughs> All right. So, I'm a Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, a okay. So there's this How issue. How attractive he is. I uh. <laughs> you know, I've I've Beauty's I've, the I've turned of the corner beholder. on him. I think I'm into Benedict now. Okay, great. Because now he's been in my head for so long that now it's like, I can't imagine my life without him. <laughs> it's Doctor Strange. He was Doctor Strange. Listen, okay, and uh,
1: Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's there's two different issues there. So there's the one about uh, beauties in the eye of the beholder, which is something that really troubles aestheticians, right? People who uh, uh, who study that aspect of philosophy of like what art means to people. Um, you know, how can you justify that? How can you justify that like art is subjective in that way? Where like.
2: Well, I don't know. It's, but a, it's a rhetorical question. You don't have well, to answer But it. how do you justify the fact that it took Victoria 25 minutes uh, to, <laughs> to wake, wake up, up. <laughs> into our podcast? <laughs> yeah. That's a question that yeah. I would look like to have justified. Guess oh, who look who's awake. Rise and shine, hey, sleepyhead. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Oh, honey. Someone had a nice little nap. <laughs> would you dream about lollipops and gummy bears? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she's not happy. All right. Well, she's not mic'd yet, but we'll get her mic'd. Anyway, um our ben, guest finally makes an appearance. Ben took a video.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're not uh, gonna put it online, but it's a video of us playing one week by bare naked ladies and you not waking up. <laughs> it's Ben. Um <laughs> it's been two hours since I fell asleep. Even though my friends are talking loudly. My name is Victoria and I sleep through through who, anything. <laughs> Okay. I um, slept through World War ii My name's Victoria. I love to sleep. Hey yeah. <laughs> my really name loud, is Victoria. But I love guess to sleep. what? I'm not gonna wake up. Hey everybody, I my Victoria. I like to sleep a lot. And now I'm really grumpy because my friends woke me up and now they're talking about me on a recorded podcast. Fifteen thousand people listen to. Hey everybody.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. I was gonna let you go there. I was like, fuck, is he doing it? He's no, doing it. <laughs> she
2: laughed, man. She's pissed. Yeah, she's <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, so art—we got our frosty glasses back, and we're still being cruel. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> no. Right, don't say that, because I'm gonna start to feel bad. All right. So I'm past all that. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. All right. Unfortunately. Well, do you really believe that? Let me ask you that. Do you what? really believe that beauty is in the eye of the beholder? Sure. Yeah.
2: Well, maybe. I guess. I, mean, I don't know. Everyone's so different. <laughs> I like how you? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I'll get you. With with a a pretty compelling question, yeah, and you'll run the gamut of every possible answer to it. Because literally, what you did just now, literally, what you did was uh, was like, do I, I asked, do you believe in beauty is in the eye of the beholder? And yeah. you said, yeah, you know, I don't know, I guess it depends. I don't know, not really, maybe. I don't know, who knows? <laughs> well, it's tough
2: because yeah, you know, I contain multitudes. Yeah, as as we we've. Just like my libido. Just like your libido. I have a lot in common with your libido. I I call my libido Pat Dean. Right. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) What was the question? Oh, yeah. So do I think it? Yeah, I think so. Because sometimes you see couples, right? (laughs) right? And like one of them is like... Very good look. Sort of think about think about the relationship you're in right
1: now. So this is this is another – we're kind of bleeding into another <laughs> – fuck you, man. <laughs> we're bleeding into another issue. Uh, another She's better issue. looking than you. Okay, thanks. That's fine. I don't care as long as it goes that way. By <laughs> a lot. It's kind of confusing. Okay. Thank you, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So uh-huh. that's the other thing. Okay. I'm going to dip into this real quick and then – Dip a toe into this pool, yeah. ben. Um Pool boy Ben. Well, first of all, this kind of aligns with what I'm about to say. A, it's this issue of like this issue that you're bringing up of couples where one person is way hotter than the other. Yeah. Um. And I gave the current the 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 the, uh, the example, example I gave of, is your girlfriend. Yeah. Of uh, me and my girlfriend. how yeah. She's hotter than me. Yes. Okay. By a lot. <laughs> Which, a that issue is not I don't think covered by aesthetics as such, because that has more to do with a lot more like biology I think. Uh. A lot more like status issues. There's a lot more at play there than just like aesthetic appreciation of someone's looks. Well, I mean, right? obviously. <laughs> okay, <laughs> first. Okay, second point. Fuck you. Third point. What the hell? Third point.
2: I again, I speak for the common people. I speak for the for the nothing heads out there.
1: Third point. Just to get this out of the way, the nothing heads. Yeah. We have so many name. We have so many catchphrases and so many names for our listeners yeah anyway who Who maybe two of them interact
2: with us (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
1: we've got like a handful of you guys that 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 we just don't get me wrong we love talking to you but like
2: (laughs) there's like three of you
1: there's like yeah we have like no fifteen thousand people listen or like subscribe to our feed apparently and no, one speaks, and no <laughs> one speaks to us no one speaks to us it was so lonely
2: <laughs> yeah the only people who speak to us uh, it's it's our, our our friend Sean who, who messages us sometimes and uh, yeah
1: Paul Paul, Paul who well, I'm not gonna say his last name just in case sure. but he's he's uh, a good friend of the show
2: Marcus and James so we knew those guys anyway
1: yeah we knew them before this podcast anyway huh. Area woman, again. Area woman, yeah. Um, huh. There's a couple people. But anyway. Um, Would you talk to us more? Yeah, co- contact us. Got no- tell I got us, nothing tell going something. on. <laughs> yeah, you only have this one job, and you only work three days a week. Well, I do other stuff during the <laughs> week. <laughs> I guess. You know? <laughs> you, you said you woke up ten minutes before I came by. Well, yeah. So? So it's...
2: I had to take I a got nap. Off,
1: I got off work at six.
2: Oh, <laughs> who cares? What oh, a fella can A fella can't take a relaxing nap before his award-winning podcast? Oh, you think Joe Rogan doesn't take naps? You think I don't think that guy does Mark actually. Maron doesn't take naps?
1: He probably definitely does. He takes sad naps. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to distract it. Okay, let's let's circle back cuz there's a lot there's actually a lot I want to cover on this episode. Okay. Okay. Well, you're doing a piss poor job. I know. So Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> Okay, so the issue with Benedict Cumberbatch is, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Obviously, someone thinks he's attractive. Well, the God knows why they think he does. I will
2: say the biggest issue with Bernard uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch is that he gave the Time Stone to Thanos, and then he was able to... Uh, I don't give a shit about this. I don't give well, a he, shit he did about that. this. He gave it to him. And I, I'm sure there's a plan, but, you know. This is
1: in, what, Avengers? Yeah. Okay, great.
2: Anyway, fucking... Oh, yeah, it's not important. It's the Time Stone. But, yeah, it's definitely not important to Ben. It's Infinity Stones, but, yeah, whatever.
1: They're not real. I'm clenching my jaw so hard right now. Why?
2: Because I'm calling you out? No. No. So you're getting owned... Okay. You're getting pwned. No, shut up. Okay, we have pwned a lot to get through. Pwned the PM. I, I actually feel
1: like a teacher now. I feel like I'm a teacher trying to... Oh, are you going to throw books at me? Now? Yeah, <laughs> try, trying to control an unruly classroom of one. Unruly? <laughs> yeah, you keep You keep speaking up. I'm your friend. <laughs> no, you're my pupil. Oh, right. But in this hour, you're my pupil. I forget in
2: this hour. You know, in this hour, it's like how sometimes parents go, I'm not your friend, I'm your parent. Ben is kind of like that. I'm not your friend. I'm your teacher and mentor.
1: Yeah, fine. And inspiration. <laughs> Inspira- good. I'm your inspiration. Yeah. I don't believe that, but sure. If you want to call me that, that's fine. Sure. Look, so... God, I've gotten so off the rails because of you. Fuck. What did I do? So, okay. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Eye of the Beholder. Uh, the other issue here is... Um, can you discount someone? Okay, fi- uh, finally it took me this long to get back to this this scenario I was trying nah, to set some up. Some teacher. I <laughs> Public school teacher. Shut maybe. the fuck up. <laughs> so you're trying to paint. Someone knocks. Uh, some fucking stupid kid knocks over orange juice on your canvas. All over my all canvas. All over your canvas. At Thunderbird College. But office. it makes kind of a cool mm-hmm. design on it. And then someone walks by, notices it, and wants to offer you $50 for it. Yeah. Okay, is that canvas art now?
2: To that person, yes.
1: To that person, Mm-hmm. but so it's only it's to me purely it's, subjective. To me, it's meaningless. Yeah, of
2: course, it's subjective.
1: So art can be anything to anybody. I guess. Okay. Uh, so then how do people agree on art? If well, they don't. No, but they do. Oh, you mean like when okay. they okay. when they do? Sure. So yeah, it's a contingent example. N- not everyone agrees on all art all the time, but. Uh, Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people agree.
2: Billions and billions. Uh, on
1: billions, probably billions, too, will agree that certain things are beautiful or that is a work of art. Like, s- millions of people will agree saying the Mona Lisa is a work of art. Yeah. People who disagree, who knows why they disagree, but just because those few people disagree doesn't make the Mona Lisa less of an art object. Okay? Yeah. So if art is purely subjective, how do so many people align on the fact on well, on the let's say quote unquote the fact that the Mona Lisa is a work of art?
2: Well, you know, uh humans just inherently share a lot of the same sort of uh feelings on things like that. It's it's like it's like how come so many people think a sunset is beautiful?
1: So it does have to do with with feelings. Sure. Some sort of uh uh I have a lot of feelings. <laughs>
2: I don't know if you do, but I think you have, like, two. <laughs> well, ben when, I, when <laughs> I, ben, when I'm looking at you, I can only think of one feeling, and that's lust. Great. You look great today, man. It's more of a drive than a feeling, but... Oh, um, you don't tell me twice. <laughs> I'm Ben, I'm driven by lust and greed. Okay.
1: <laughs> two two out of seven. That ain't yeah. bad. Um, and I like pizza. Yeah.
2: Okay, so three out of seven. So um <laughs> now I'll tell you, well, if I could add a deadly sin, it'd mm-hmm. be Chicago style deep. Uh, pizza, deep dick, deep dick, deep dick pizza. <laughs> yeah. I hate deep dish pizza. And I think if you like it, um there's something wrong with you and you won't admit there's another example right there. You're wrong. There's another example right there. So people disagree. OK, here's an,
1: here's the thing that, that happens with aesthetics a lot. One thing, one topic that aesthetic cover aesthetics covers is matters pizza? of, yeah, matters of taste.
2: Uh oh. Yeah, matters of taste. Some oh, people great.
1: like some shit. Some people like some other shit. And some people hate that other people like some shit. Yes. Like okay, so you just said that you not only dislike deep dish pizza,
2: the people who eat you, it, but you
1: you also like actively judge negatively people who do like it.
2: I don't like making blanket statements, but if you <laughs> enjoy deep dish pizza, uh, you're worse then
1: well would you say that they're
2: wrong yes i'd say the, the, why yeah. are they wrong because it's see, you I had it it sucks and it's bad you should have something else
1: well what if i like
2: it then you know what ben you like a lot of stuff i don't agree with but that's fine that's your own off the show personal life which i'm not going to touch okay. uh my point <laughs> is that but how are they wrong because the food's bad and they're bad so when you say that the food is bad i'd rather eat the table that it comes on and I'd think. But I'd what's think that based? Chef,
1: what's that based off of? Why do you hate deep dish? D- deep dish pizza? Because every
2: once in a while, someone. It's only because other people tr- talk no, about it. it. It's because they try to make you. They try to like trick you, and they try to make you think that every once in a while, there's like articles where it's like, actually, deep dish pizza rules, and so does pepperoni, and your or, or, or b- b- pineapple, and you're an idiot if you don't agree with <laughs> with me, the newspaper writer <laughs> who's getting paid thirty bucks for this article. Fuck you. Uh, my point is, is that, that why, but think
1: about it that what? for a second. Is that's that's why you hate deep dish pizza? Partly because people okay, trying to tell me it's
0: good. It's Let's not. say
1: that that didn't happen. Yeah. What about deep dish pizza in and of itself? Like if someone, if I handed you right now a a slice of deep dish pizza. Yes. All right. And You took a bite. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it ended up being the best slice of pizza you've ever had
2: yeah. in your life.
1: Yeah. What would you say then?
2: Um, I guess I'd be shocked, and I would I would have to admit that this pizza is, is actually good. Also, I haven't had deep dish pizza in like 30 years. Well, t- if I've ever had it. I just don't like the way it looks. You're such a piece of shit. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm You're... just being honest. Uh,
1: it right. looks bad. Well, you know what? Lie more. <laughs> Why? <laughs> don't tell people that you hate deep dish pizza when you haven't actually tried it. I don't like it. I don't have to try
2: it. How I do know you know you don't like it? Because look, ben, and what
1: don't you like about it? And don't, don't say look, don't say people who write Benny, about it. Here's
2: what it is: it comes, you nerd. It comes, you nerd.
1: To... You listen to critics,
2: food critics. I'm a jock about fucking pizza. I play SSB. I'm a jock. All right, I'm a mathlete. <laughs> My point is that champion mathlete. I'm a 34 year old man. Last time I checked, okay. Okay. There comes a point in your life where you go. You know what? I've known myself for I'll 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 get, I'll say I've known myself for 28 years because you don't really know yourself when you're 6 cause, you know, Sure, years. sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, about 28 years, you know, we'll just round up to 30, three odd decades that I've known myself. I think at this point I have the uh the right and the ability to look at a situation and go, "I'm not down with this and I'm not going to like it." And just move on without even. trying. OK,
1: that's that's fine. That's fine.
2: I know I'm not going to like it. But can you explain why you don't like it? Because of all the cheese and the gooiness, and how everything looks bad and how the people who like it have some kind a, of smug <laughs> fucking thing. It's like you ever talk to people who has, has a smug thing? If anything, the about people, deep dish the people pizza? who
1: who hate deep dish pizza are smug about it. I'm not smug. Not you specifically, but people who are like really smug about it.
2: It's like you ever talked. Okay,
1: we can't we can't talk about deep dish pizza. We cannot. You brought it up. We cannot make this. No, you did.
2: You're the one who wanted to to, to, uh, investigate. This is
1: part of. This is what I'm saying is. uh, God, our episodes are getting more and more contentious. (laughs) Well,
2: it's because we've we're spending a lot more time together, and you refuse to meet me like any (laughs) any inch of the way. I am just giving you my uh, (laughs) what do you call opinion. Okay. 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 This is important is bad. It's your opinion.
1: If you say it's your opinion, then that means that people who like deep dish pizza, it's their opinion. Okay. And guess what, bitch? Opinions aren't based on fact. So because they're not based on fact, you can't say that they're wrong.
2: Yeah, I can because rules are meant to be broken.
1: There's no rules there. Well, you just gave me a rule. No, there's no rule because you fucking said that it's your opinion.
2: Watch the language. Tough guy. (laughs)
1: Here's the point I'm trying to make. What? When it comes to matters of opinion, especially matters of taste, okay? This is what our boy Hume talked about. You can't, you can't say that someone is wrong, right? In the sense of, like, they're, like if I say, uh, if I jump, I'm going to keep going up into the sky because there is no gravity. Yeah. Right? Now, that's something I'm wrong when I say that, right? Sure. Because you can prove me wrong because you can make me fucking jump, and then I'll just be brought back down. Okay, so there's a way to verify it. There's a verification principle at work there. Okay. But you can't tell uh you can't tell fucking uh like someone who just likes deep dish pizza that they're wrong to like it.
2: That's kinda weird because I'm pretty sure I just did. And I'm pretty sure all the listeners agree with me. They usually do.
1: I bet they don't. You know what? Poll time. It's time for a poll.
2: No one ever but no one ever takes us up on these polls. Well no that's because we no one talks
1: up. to us because we're fucking lonely. <laughs> All right. But what uh, regardless, you can't do you under, at least understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. Why you can't say that those people are wrong?
2: Here's the deal. Not that
1: you can't. I mean, honestly, I know you physically can because you physically did just say, I will say those though, people are the wrong. The
2: older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, I can just tell people they're wrong. Okay, that's not what's at the issue here. That's not what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Then why you can tell
1: everybody this? you're wrong. You have that you, you're physically able to do that. Sure. Okay. But what I'm saying is why that that determination or that judgment doesn't make sense because there's no objective criteria to prove them wrong. You can't prove someone wrong.
2: You ever had a thin crust pizza, pepperoni, green peppers, little bit of Parmesan added, red pepper flakes, side of marinara on the side? Okay. You ever had that?
1: I'm sure I have once. It's a lot better. Again, that's your opinion. mm because the only thing that's judging for taste is your subjective opinion. Yeah, me. Yeah, right. Okay, so you. I think
2: I know more about pizza than most people. Look well, at
1: me. that's definitely true. Look at me. Okay, but you can't say that they're objectively wrong, is what I'm saying. Well, maybe you're lessons. When so you then. say, okay, this is kind of like a, an aesthetic parallel to the is-ought distinction that Hume brought up, which I know you don't remember, but here, so here's a quick recap. When you say. Murder is wrong. You're not saying that that's a fact about the world. You're saying, in my opinion, you shouldn't commit murder. Okay. Okay? It's the, s- the same applies to matters of taste. When you say people who like deep dish pizza are wrong, you're not saying that they're actually wrong. You're just saying, I disagree with people who like deep dish pizza. That's all you're saying. Sure. And that's all you'll ever be able to say with that. Do you understand that? Yeah. Let's shake on it. Thank, yes, I'll th- I'll shake on it. Fucking thank God. All right. I'm going to call my lawyer tomorrow get that in writing. Um, Why don't
2: you call your lawyer and say, hey, what do you like better, regular pizza or deep dish? And I'll go, regular. And he'll be like, I prefer Chinese food. Um, okay. So now that that's out
1: of the way, <laughs> that took us – how long did that take us? It uh, doesn't matter. Like 40 minutes? About. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we got so we got so much more to do.
2: <laughs> it literally turned to forty when you said
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Um now you're a soothsayer. Yeah. A I Jewsayer. Know. I'm a truthsayer. A Druth no, never meant. All right. So well, uh, you more, more like a poop sayer. All the shit you talk. Bitch. Let's talk about art's political and social dimensions. Yeah, let's. How about that instead? Is there pizza Fuck involved face? there? I don't know. There probably can pets maybe. All right. So awesome,
2: goddamn breadsticks. Is there anyone who can bring us some breadsticks?
1: Yeah. If you're listening, bring us breadsticks. Yeah. Now, even
2: though this will be several days after we record it that you'll hear this. I'm confident that we both want breadsticks at the time you're listening to this.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. OK, let me ask you a couple of things before we get sure. the breadsticks. When you see certain, you know, that there are certain, you know, I was about to say certain pieces of work, uh, certain works of art out there that you're a real you're a certain piece
2: of work yeah brother. you're a certain piece of work um tell you that
1: much that obviously comment on social or political issues right uh so what is your opinion on the um the role that politics or or social issues plays in art in you know artistic representation and expression
2: what do i think it what, what, yeah what do you think play? about it what's your well, opinion it depends it? upon the artist
1: it depends <clears throat> on the artist there are some people or what about the d- issue there are some people who or What about the media there's
2: some people who create art who never comment on on things like that they okay never comment on uh, politics or or anything like that you know yeah and there's some people who do like Bono and you too mm-hmm. they uh, comment on politics
1: okay do you think that that's uh, like an allowable dimension to art Sure yeah so you don't have an issue with it no okay good is there any case where you probably think that that sucks?
2: That people comment on politics and yeah. stuff? When it's done poorly, yeah. It's the worst. Oh, okay. So that's that's another thing. When it's done poorly. Hey, Donald Trump, I made this piece of art. It's a middle finger that looks like a T. T for Trump. Fuck you. Well, this kind of relates back to our our, our question
1: of, like, you know, calling something a work of art, right? Basically, anything can be... Determined to be a work of art, if someone judges it artistically or aesthetically, right? Which is where you get the beauties in the eye of the beholder, sort of thing. Okay. Yes. Like the person who walked by and saw the saw, you know, your shitty fucking orange juice canvas, and was like, "Ooh, that's art. I'm gonna buy buy that for fifty dollars."
2: Shitty, but I I made fifty dollars off that. Yeah, fifty dollars. So kick rocks, Benny boy.
1: Well, the fact that they, the fact that you, but you, first of all, you exploited a child. Right.
2: Exploited the shot. He knocked something over. Are that kid his... owes me
1: money. I don't think he does. I think you owe him money.
2: I don't owe him shit. He was being an I think you owe child. him money. I don't owe him anything. He's a kid. He doesn't know what he's
1: doing. I think you owe him money because he actually was the instrumental uh, event that made your shitty canvas art. But this guy is giving you the money.
2: Oh well, it's interesting because I think I owe his parents a stern talking to and how to make sure your kid isn't knocking over juice onto things that stain. All
1: right, if fine then if you did that and also accepted the fifty dollars, in my opinion, you'd be a huge hypocrite. So, well,
2: fuck, hypocrite with fifty dollars.
1: Okay, fine then. That just, the ma- that just that just makes hypocrite. you a shitty person.
2: What for what?
1: Because you took money that doesn't belong, arguably doesn't belong to you, because you didn't even create the art in the first place.
2: No, but into the kid and then he you're also over orange juice. And then
1: you're also gonna lecture these people yeah. for letting their kid do something that kids do.
2: Knock over orange juice? Yeah, to strangers. Yeah. Kids aren't supposed to do that.
1: I know that they're, they're not supposed to do that, but they're. they're I you know sometimes nephew, they make mistakes. They never spilled orange juice. On How me. mad would you be if someone came up to Claire and was like, "Hey." Your your son shouldn't have spilled orange juice on my canvas.
2: I'd be like, "Yeah, I agree with this guy."
1: You would not. Yes, you would wouldn't. not. No you wouldn't. If
2: he murdered someone, I wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, good you know, way to good job. Good thrusting with your knife." <laughs> what? If someone did something wrong, it doesn't matter how I feel about okay, that person. Okay, okay,
1: fine. If you it, I'll spill orange juice on you. Let's say they did what they did was so wrong. You know, see how, how great you think it is. All right, never mind. Okay, f- fuck this. We're going we're losing time. So, (laughs) the point is... What's the point? When you've sold that piece of, of art, that's because, you know, someone has valued it, has judged it aesthetically, right? That basically makes it art. When it's been judged aesthetically, instead of just, oh, this is an accident. Yeah. Oh, this is just a white canvas that has orange juice on it. Like, that's not art yet, right? It's not until someone looks at it and... Anyone can look at it, but when they judge it to be aesthetic, when they go, huh, and it sets off that little thing in their mind that the same thing that goes off when they see a sunset, right, that's that's when it becomes art, when it's judged aesthetically, okay? Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yeah? Okay. So that can be done whether the art is good or bad. So anything can be a work of art, Right. As long as you, you attribute an intention to it.
2: Well, that's what I was saying.
1: Right, right. I'm sa- that's what I'm saying. But, like, when that person who walks by and sees your canvas attributes intention to that, to that piece, right? And they also think it represents something and it expresses something, you know, that makes it a work of art, right? But that doesn't by itself make it good art or bad art. That's the thing. When you say when you say like the the example of the um uh you know the blank canvas with one dot on it or something. Yeah. Right? If someone says, "Oh, that's not art." What they're really saying is that's bad art. Yeah. Right? Cuz it's still art. It's art because someone took the time to make it, put it on a wall and have people look at it and judge it aesthetically. Uh-huh. Okay. So anything can be art, but that doesn't just because something is art doesn't make it good art or bad art. she's asleep again I think she's asleep again no she's she's, oh, she's okay. nodding yeah <laughs> um but uh okay, so there's that now when it when it comes to adding a political dimension to art, there's like a lot of theories on this shit, right?
0: I go on, yeah,
1: because art is also supposed to be a form of expression, that's another like uh what's it called condition for something being art. It has to express something. That's part of what's coming from the intention, right? So, when you express something, a lot of the things that we want to express are, you know, the conditions that we live in, politically or socially, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's this guy who, uh, who our good friend Jim S, you know, gets his nut off from, named Walter, uh, Walter Benjamin. Who? Walter Benjamin. He's this guy who he was in the Frankfurt School. He uh, he talks a lot about photography, okay. Ah uh, yes. So he was a Marxist, and he has this this theory about how. Uh, that newer, a picture
2: is worth a thousand words.
1: A little, a little bit. Yeah, but, that. Then
2: the, but then he was a Marxist, so he had to give it away to every everyone. <laughs> so it was only really worth one for himself.
1: Well, so he gave it he gave it away to a thousand people, so yeah. everyone just got one word each. The um, yeah
2: photo is. Good and fun. That's only six words. The photo
1: gotta, is good and fun. That's the best you can come up with.
2: Yeah, oh, pho- you've never said that to yourself. Wow, this photo <laughs> no, is good and fun. I
1: don't think I've ever said that sentence to myself. The photo is good and fun. The photo, fo- the photo is good and fun. Well, I don't you think you should I've said look that at more myself.
2: photographs. They're pretty good and fun. It's I've looked little.
1: at plenty of photographs. I've never come up with that sentence. Maybe well, I should
2: speak more sentences. Ah, uh, maybe you should look more hard. Err. <laughs> ever think of that? <laughs> Okay. Everything is like applying yourself to anything, like maybe like looking at a photograph and going, "Oh, I'll you know put this into words." Do you ever think about? Okay, uh, no, shut up. <laughs>
1: here's here's what I find interesting about about what you know how Benjamin talks about modern art and new new like modern artistic techniques, things like film and photography, right? Because of its ability to be distributed, yeah, and, Satan's toolbox, and re and reduplicated. Wait, what? Who's Satan's toolbox?
2: Photos and photography?
1: Satan's toolbox? Yep, that's what we call them. Satan's toolbox. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So (laughs) these these media, right? Photography and film, using technology and science, right? uh, Have allowed for this new kind of artistic medium, basically. Thank God. Well, do you think so? Sure. Yeah. Do you like photography? I like you obviously some of it. like movies. Yeah. Okay.
2: I like some of it. So b- some of it I don't. For some reason, well <clears throat> Some of what you don't. Well I'll say this. It's not that I dislike photography more than I dislike uh like paintings uh-huh. or uh you know, the written word. Okay. However, I find my ability to put into words why I like or don't like a photograph is like it's fucking shit. I can't, like, explain why I like pho- uh, a photograph.
1: You can't explain why you like a photograph? No. Well, can you explain why you like a painting?
2: Yeah, of course. Or a movie.
1: Really? Yeah, of course. A painting? Yes. What's your favorite
2: painting? Um, let me think. Or, or Oh, I mean, my favorite painting yeah. is this painting of uh, an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks, like, tough but old and it's called my grandfather will fight you.
1: Is this a real painting yeah, or are you I'll find fucking it for you. Okay, okay. Fine. No, I believe you if that's the case. Well, I'll show you. It's a fantastic little little uh
2: sketch. Keep talking.
1: Okay. Well, here's the thing. What? Why is that your favorite f- painting?
2: Um because it makes me think about that generation of men.
1: Okay. Well, all right, so you you enjoy the fact that it uh it elicits these these memories or these feelings or whatever, right?
2: Yes, by a guy named Joe Machine.
1: Oh, his name's Joe Machine? That's pretty cool.
2: Isn't that kind of a cool painting? Yeah, that is a really cool painting. Okay.
1: Yeah. Alright. Well let me ask you this. Can you think of your favorite photograph?
2: My favorite photograph is probably any photo that you and I are in together that really shows our friendship.
1: Well, that's very sweet. But uh, my favorite photograph... But do you judge those aesthetically, or is that more of just a sentimental thing?
2: Oh, it's sentimental, baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, my favorite photograph? I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But that's my point, is that I knew my favorite painting right away. My favorite photograph, I, I, I don't even know. I know I've seen a lot of it that I've greatly enjoyed.
1: Well, let's think of one. Well, what about okay? Oh, so, you know
2: what I like that the uh, the photograph of uh, the cover of "Vulgar Display of Power" by Pantera. That guy getting punched in the fucking face.
1: Uh, I don't know that one, but, well, but let's it go. With you, it.
2: Okay, <laughs> okay. While you're looking it up, can
1: you explain why you like that photo?
2: Because it's a guy getting punched in the
0: face. Is that it?
2: Yeah.
1: So you just like what it depicts? Yes. So you would like a painting of what that. also
2: makes me think about, you know, youth.
1: Yeah, the, see, listen to this album. Go. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just described it in words pretty much almost the same way that you did with, with the painting. Actually, you did the opposite. What? You said the painting you said... With <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> the painting that you showed me that you like said it makes you think of old age. Yes. And then this photograph makes you think of youth. Yeah. Do you not see any bit how compelling that is
2: i mean i guess (laughs) you
1: cocksucker what (laughs) you're such a fucking savant when it comes to shit like this i swear to god you don't understand two different media one is old one is new
2: now i get some and the old
1: one reminds you of old age and the new one reminds you of youth yeah you don't get that no i get it you bitch bitch (laughs) (laughs) okay anyway What Benjamin was talking about was also the aspect of the uh, technological reproducibility of photos and film, the fact that it provided, uh, because of the nature of that medium, it provided more access to the masses, right? And this, this got him all hot and heavy in his fucking Marxist dick, okay? Because his idea was that basically art should be accessible to the masses more to like kind of help out with, you know, uh, revolutionary mobilization because before before like this kind of marxist break when you went and like appreciated art you would go and stare at a painting and you would just kind of think about it but like working class people couldn't do that right they couldn't
2: no they can't just look at paintings they got to you know labor work
1: well yeah they got to work right right uh they don't have the leisure time to like you know contemplate this okay uh and same goes for you know music too like back in the day people like what's your favorite like piece of classical music
2: i enjoy mozart's requiem
1: okay mozart's requiem it's pretty tight i like that one too people could only hear that like 200 years ago when he first wrote it wrote that people would only be able to really listen to it like maybe once or twice in their entire lives. Yeah. And those are the richest people. Uh the commoners couldn't fucking would probably never hear that music. Yeah. Okay. And now I can I can press a button and listen to it whenever I want to. Yeah. Okay.
2: And it drives you crazy that <laughs> anyone can listen to this music, doesn't it? Ben? No, it does. It's, it's the drive opposite. It drives you up the wall. Doesn't Don't you feel the hot flames of hate? On the back of your neck.
1: Okay, this is what I was going uh, <laughs> to... No, I don't. I don't care that other people can listen to it. Okay. Well, okay. i just asking. Well, here's what I wanted to kind of... Just curious. This kind of flows into this other issue that I wanted to ask you about. All right. To drive it home a little bit. Let's and drive make it home. Make it daddy. a little more... Uh, what's it called? Contemporary, right? Uh, we're going to do a little current events segment. Whoa. Called, Is It Art? Okay, it's our newest it's segment. Is new it art? Se- Is it art? Uh, you you know about the Banksy thing, right? Yeah. That happened like relatively recently. Uh huh. Okay. The so whole, he-
2: it's where he 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 sold a print of his work, which I thought was kind of odd. It was a print. It wasn't even the original, right?
1: Well, the original was on a wall. I know. So it was like but- a mural. So
2: he made a print of it. Okay, I understand. Okay, that makes sense. I guess that actually makes a lot more sense. Okay, Okay. so yeah, so he uh, printed his work of some lady with a goddamn balloon or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then after they sold it for, I believe, 1.2 million dollars or pounds. I don't...
1: Uh, Well, it was 800 and something. I think it was 860,000 pounds. Oh, so that's that's probably 1.2 million. So it's 1.2 million, yeah. yeah.
2: That's sweet, that's sweet, Mel. So he sold it, and then uh, I guess after he sold it, it was immediately shredded, yeah, because the the frame it was in was also a shredder. Yeah. And I, I'm not talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman? Yeah, it was a fly. Bad guy. Oh, anyway. that's right.
1: I totally forgot about the fly. Holy yeah. shit,
2: dude. There was also the Rat King. You remember the Rat King? He wasn't as big.
1: I don't remember the Rat King. I yeah. remember Krang. Mm-hmm. I remember the baxter dude, the fly guy. I
2: believe there were a bunch of frogs. That's nuts. I
1: haven't thought about that in so fucking long. Yeah,
2: Baxter Stockman, he was a uh, Baxter Stockman, he was a scientist who later became a fly uh, demon. Uh, but there was <laughs> uh, there were like these frog guys. There was like one episode where they went to Florida and there were these like frog ninja turtle. Basically they did try to start like a new thing where it's like, "Oh yeah, there's also little, there's these frogs." Oh, and like a spin-off? Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Well,
1: fuck them. But then they made that shark thing. The shark thing. Yeah, sp- the show, shark remember? thing was pretty cool. Okay,
2: anyway. I bet if I watched it now, I'd, I'd blow my brains out. But it probably sucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, so he shredded his piece of He shredded art. the
1: painting as soon as it was sold. Sure. Okay. So this is what I, I find amazing and really kind of crystallizes Benjamin's whole, whole deal when it comes to, like, the reproducibility of art, right? Sure. So he made a print.
2: And this guy, you're saying, is secretly Banksy.
1: Yeah, Ben, is secretly Banksy. Son, i fucking knew it. Yeah, he was murdered by Nazis in 1940. No, he committed suicide in 1940. Yikes. Uh and then gr- grew up to be Banksy. <laughs> Crazy. Cycle of circle of life. Circle of life. But okay, so do you, you know do you understand what I mean when when I'm saying like according to him art should be more like accessible. Sure. Right? And and that's why reproducibility to a certain extent especially through new media like photography and film you know, kind of help that, okay? So what Banksy did was he took the a print of a very famous work of art that he did, right? It was, I it, it was think, a mural at first, right? And he made a print of it. So he could have made, like, thousands of copies of this and with each copy making it less and less valuable. Yeah. But he just made this one. I mean, I he may have made others, but this one, in this case, he put that shredding document in it Right, or that, sh- that shredding thing in the frame, and then had it auctioned at Sotheby's. Yeah. Okay, so what's going on at the auction at Sotheby's?
2: A bunch of rich pricks. A bunch
1: of rich pricks.
0: Hello, i love that piece of art, please. Yeah,
1: buying this one work of art. It
0: is me firstborn son. He's touched in the head. Nigel Artbottom. Nigel Artbottom. He Nigel loves, Artbottom. loves to paint with his poo. On walls, we let him do it because we don't set boundaries, innit? I want that piece of <laughs> art, mate. I want bangers and mash and some bangsy. Bangers. Mash me bangers with your bangers and mash, innit? It's blood sausage, right? I love sausage and me bloody pie, innit? Hello. <laughs> Hello. My name is Arthur Cromwell Stevenson. The fourth. My name is Moira Moiris, Moirison, and I love to take picnics on trolleys in the loo. I hate (laughs) food that tastes good, and I love calling it the loo. (laughs) Hey, where's your loo? This food tastes terrible, and I must get it out of my body. I'm from England.
1: (laughs) Anyway, yeah, exactly. So that's you can hear some of the snippets of conversation like that. Sure. From That was a live recording, by the way, of, of the, right of before the Sotheby's shredded, auction. There right.
2: was a woman named Moira Moyerson It was yeah. very yeah. upset about <laughs> food and the loo. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks.
1: Um, okay, but anyway, so he, he had this print. He uh, put it up for auction at Sotheby's. A bunch of rich pricks were bidding on it, and it was eventually sold for 860,000 pounds or 1.2 million dollars. Right, so now who gets to enjoy this art? Right, let's say right before it got shredded, who gets to enjoy uh, that
2: well, art? A, well, it depend upon what the person did. If if they, if their plan was to keep it and put it in their house, then they would. But some people buy art and they like donate it to like museums. Sure, but that's
1: but that's that's at their discretion. Right. That's their prerogative. So, so ultimately, like it's up to them. Would be that person.
2: Yeah, right. The guy who bought it. So so they now, they uh, have, what's they his, have... Name? his name is um, uh, Edwin Eldra. Bus. Eldridge, Eldridge, bus ham.
1: Yeah. So what was it, Nigel? or no, Edwin, Edwin, Eldridge, bus ham. Eldridge, bus ham. Yeah. So Nigel,
0: no, wait, sorry, Edwin, Eldridge,
1: bus ham. <laughs> I know that. Uh, bought this painting with the intent of who knows what he wanted to do with it, but for that moment, that was his work of art. He owned it, right? And so that he had full control over it he you know he, he like purchased it etc and he was gonna like you know whatever whatever whether he wanted to show it in a gallery uh you know people would probably still have to pay like 30 bucks for a ticket or something to go in and see it or he would have it in his own mansion where only he would see it and his other fucking pervert friends could like you know do cocaine off of like Ukrainian twelve-year-olds asses and like you well, know contemplate this fucking a lot of accusations you are making against our friend. Edmund. Well, because the, well the rich are trash, oh, so okay. uh, British rich because the British rich, rich are so the most long. trash.
2: They've been rich for longer than anyone. Yeah, right? which means like it's just like nonsense. It's right, just, it's just nonstop like sin. Exactly. So what did Banksy do? It sounded like he kind of trolled the uh, the buyer.
1: Kind of, yeah. Sort
2: of. I think I read, and somewhere then it got shredded. That, you know, the statement being made is that this clearly isn't worth one point two million dollars.
1: Yeah, and it also might just be an attack on, on that guy's wallet. You know, just sure. being like, "Fuck this guy," for trying to own this piece of art, which the artist Banksy, in this case, doesn't believe should be owned by any one person. Right. Yeah. So he. Put a shredder in it and says, well, I'm destroying this as soon as it gets as soon as it gets commodified. Right. As soon as you put a price tag on it, it's destroyed and it doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. so that that he so he then negates that whole. uh uh, You know, paradigm of art being only for, you know. Only being available for contemplation by the by the leisure class, yeah.
2: But you know one thing I read is that him doing that actually probably made it worth more money.
1: Exactly what I was going to get to next. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's the thing. Yes sir, yes and no. So cuz what's left over now? Now that he's shredded the painting.
2: Um it's just kind of hanging out of the is
1: it's hanging out of that frame Yeah, right? it's sort of still and there like in a in a dangling. sense it's just kind of But either way, even if it even if it like like got completely shredded and there yeah. were like strands hanging around like what would make that that strand or that strip
2: of the painting worth anything because now it's not just a because now as opposed to any other prints that could be made this is a one of a kind thing destroyed personally by the artist
1: yeah yeah and now if anything he's made it more commodified right now anyone can fucking resell that and if there's a market for it there could be it might be even worth more money yeah what if but it why is it worth more money what if banksy was
2: what if banksy was prince charles it's that would,
1: that would be fucking nuts that would be so nuts
2: yeah isn't it wouldn't that be
1: that's there's no way that that's true but if banksy was prince charles that would be dope
2: i'm going to tweet is banksy prince charles
1: <laughs> but okay before you tweet that hold on i'm listening uh think about that think about like so this is why art is such a nebulous concept right because he destroyed the painting right but that in and of itself was kind of a work of art like i in my opinion i consider that a a amazing awesome work of conceptual art that he did that right and so the fact that you could resell this the individual strips of the painting for possibly even more money Means in some way that there is this aesthetic value that's been attached to, not not anymore the original artwork, but the destroyed artwork. Yeah. So now the destroyed artwork becomes a new piece of art. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like a um, a butterfly emerging
1: from a cocoon. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but it's an art butterfly. It's a yeah. It's a it's an art
2: And as it flies away, it goes, "I love art." <laughs>
1: Anyway, so that's pretty much it. Oh, the last thing I wanted to cover, but we don't have time probably, is uh, what makes something funny. What makes
2: something funny? Yeah. Ugh.
1: What? Can't What's wrong Can't imagine
2: with that? a worse topic.
1: Why? Why?
2: But, but, because of seven years of open mics and listening to people who have done comedy for one month have discussions with their chud friends about what comedy is. That's why Ben. I have no interest in discussing what's funny with you. Well, why not? Cuz it sucks it's a boring conversation. Why yeah, is it boring like, to you? Why is it boring to you? Because like with laughter, it's like you want to get a laugh, but like it's got to be like the right Type you lab. never thought about this? Are you serious, man? Why? As a comedian, you've never thought Of course about... I think about it. It doesn't mean I want to fucking have a discussion about it.
1: Why not? It's boring. It's boring. The thing that you do is boring? To me. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm so disappointed. Why? Because I think it's really important to have that conversation if you're going to be a comedian. At least, at least in your own head, you don't have to say it out loud. Sure. But do you, but what do you think about when you say when you when you say this thing was funny, this thing was not? Why you never thought about why? Of course,
2: I think about why.
1: Okay, so fucking extrapolate on
2: that a little bit. Because it's some no. Because if something's funny, <laughs> because dude, this is just because because now we're because now we're turning into every podcast where it's just two schmucks beating their dick and talking about this comedy. is a philosophy
1: podcast. This is, we're going to we're beating so many dicks.
2: Right, but at least we're not doing it about comedy. Let's talk about comedy. Oh, why wow. not?
1: Really? Because. You don't want because comedy if anything in this for the, at least for this episode, comedy is is one aesthetic medium. It's one artistic medium. Okay? And funny Something that's funny is is it's an aesthetic judgment. Yeah. You but, make an aesthetic judgment when you say something because, is funny.
2: Because it robs it of what it is. And it robs it How of. How does it, though? Be, because it, it, then it stops being just a thing you instinctually laugh at. The second you okay, start fine. thinking D- about. Okay, fine. Talk about that.
1: The fact that it's instinctual. Yes. Would you say that that's a major thing for it? Yeah. Okay. It's instinctual. Mm-hmm. So it, it's ineffable.
2: You're ineffable.
1: Not uneffable.
2: Ineffable. <laughs> but like let's break down why what I just said was funny. Let's not. Because then you ruin it and you wreck what what's something beautiful with your brain.
1: All right, fine. Then you're just retreating into no, no, no. mindless mysticism. No, 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 no.
2: Because yeah. when you try to analyze comedy it's just ugh, I'd 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 rather Choke on a sandwich at a family reunion and die in front of everyone. I know. All right. But why? What do you think is funny?
1: Well, I don't know. Fucking funny to you? I mean, a lot of things are funny, but like, I don't know exactly what makes something funny. But I want to. I want. What I'm getting at is what. What is it that makes us laugh? Like, what is it about a certain joke that is funny? It doesn't have to be a particular joke. Just generally, what are we getting at when we say something is funny? When we describe something as funny, like, wh- why? Because
2: it's unexpected. Is that it? No, that's a huge part of it. Okay, so so you want to go on a little more? Because it's like whenever you fucking see some asshole and he's telling jokes, and you know where the joke's going. And you're, oh, so the, it's uh, predictable. Uh, yeah. So then it's not funny. So no. it has to be
1: a surprise of some sort. Sometimes. Maybe some incongruity or whatever. A little bit. Okay. Um, What's the opposite of funny? You. <laughs> All right, Burn.
2: Uh, what's opposite of funny? Predictable.
1: What about hack?
2: Hack. Yeah. H-A-C-K. So
1: here's the thing. Aesthetic values or aesthetic judgments are can be negative just as much as they can be positive, right? Like, when you say something is beautiful, that means that you're also saying that something else is ugly. Sure. Right? If something is cool, you're saying that something else is lame. It's two sides of the coin. You two can't have of one the without coin. the
2: other. It's like Batman and Joker.
1: So hack, right? So so when some when someone tells a hack joke, so here's what I'm getting at, what basically, getting at? when someone explains in a fucking thought piece or think piece that like fucking, you know, Dave Chappelle's latest, uh, uh, you know, special was offensive, sure. and it wasn't funny because it was offensive. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's not unfunny because you found it offensive yeah sure right so that means that funny that something being funny is not ultimately attributable to a subjective opinion because you can have one person think that a certain bit is unfunny because they're offended by it but everyone else still agrees that it's funny so do you agree it's funny or do you agree that it was offensive
2: always both for sure
1: it was both, but okay, so does that make a? They, they
2: don't they don't one doesn't destroy the other, that's what yeah. you're saying
1: well, so the all all these people writing think pieces about how like oh, this thing is not funny, yeah, right, are they right or are they wrong? they're wrong, they're wrong, why are they wrong
2: because you're saying something isn't funny because it's offensive, I think you're wrong, if you think something you could you could watch that special and just think it's not very funny, mm-hmm. and like a third of it is not very funny, so I get why people would say that, but to say like it's. Not funny because of of, of you know because maybe. of
1: offensiveness. Sure. Right. So, and then also, if you think like that, let's take that that example that that special. <laughs> you said a third of it wasn't funny. No, I don't think so. Okay. So two thirds of it were funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you call the whole special funny or not funny?
2: Ah, uh, I'd, I'd say it was pretty funny.
1: It's pretty funny. Okay. Um. So you disagree with the person who wrote the think piece about it being not funny. Because of all the whatever trans jokes or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So who's right in the argument there?
2: Um. You know they say two wrongs don't make it right.
1: Right. Exactly. But, I, but so, I'm saying they do. So you're both wrong. What do you? I don't even. Now you're getting off the rails. Uh, so okay, fi- we're we're gonna end it here. But basically, I just wanted to bring that up to you. This idea of like kind of mapping out where where we say something is funny. Right? Yeah. Just like we say something is beautiful, just like like we say something is
0: so beautiful, so
1: beautiful,
2: Um, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. Um. (laughs) Yeah, do you want to talk about inside joke? Yeah, (laughs) it's a joke Um, for Jim S and literally no one else. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully, sexy Jim is listening. Otherwise,
1: right? So like to say something like uh, when when that person was saying, you know, those these trans jokes that Dave Chappelle told in that in that special were not funny. They might be right. That doesn't make the entire special unfunny. Sure. And the fact that it's offensive to that one person doesn't make it hack automatically. Yeah. It could be hack, but we don't know how. You you can't draw the line. Is what I'm saying. Sure. You know, because like at some point, like like uh, another example is Eddie Murphy's you know faggot jokes. Sure. Right. Like they're they're kind of hack now. Yeah. Right. Because it's just not acceptable. Sure. It's not socially acceptable anymore. But when he told them, those jokes fucking killed, dude. Well, yeah. And ask anyone coming out of that audience, they'd say, oh, that shit was fucking funny. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Are they wrong? No. No, they're not wrong. Are those jokes funny?
2: I don't really remember. I, I mean, I haven't watched that special in forever. I would say they probably are because it, it was held up as, you know, the best special ever. So I'd say probably, I don't know. Probably, I, I honestly I just haven't listened to it in a long time. They're probably pretty funny. I mean, well, I'll li- <laughs> let's <laughs> listen I mean, to it and what I mean? we're done here.
1: What I mean is, like, you know, I mean, these values change over time and change across cultures and yeah. shit like that. So, like, who's wrong? Who's right? And the fact that you can't say anyone's right or wrong about aesthetic values. Yeah. That's the main point. Interesting. Yeah. Even though that Chappelle fucking special was fucking funny.
2: Some of it was very funny. Some, some of it was of it really was not, fucking funny. Some of it funny. was not at all. Yeah. Some of it was stuff that if you said it at an open mic, I'd, I would I would go, ugh, don't, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's another thing, too. You see all these, like, chuds going up on open mics. They tell these fucking hack-ass jokes. But, like, if Lenny Bruce told them, like, 50 years ago, they probably would have killed. I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe. Hypothetically. What yeah. if they did? But does that if? make them – does that make the jokes funny? You see how like the that you take that one joke, it can't be like a fossil in time, because it could be a joke could be funny, you know, decades ago, and it's like totally hack now. Yeah. So it's just kind of showing the fluidity of of these values. I can't though, believe yeah.
2: you tricked me into talking about comedy for this long.
1: Yeah. Gotcha, bitch.
2: Yeah, I, I got got it. <laughs> Getting gotted left and right.
1: This has been episode sixty four of I learned 64. nothing. Sixty four. Art part two.
2: Art. We finally solved. We the solved question. art. Yeah. What is art?
1: <laughs> we solved
2: it, you and I. Uh, if you folks, if you want to hear more of this blathering, yeah, we blathered dude. a lot of blathering. We're the, <laughs> we're the blather brothers. Uh, you can go to ilearnnothing.com. We have a link for our Patreon there. Uh, what we do there is we flip the script. Uh, I teach yeah. Ben about something. Turn and, the tables. Yeah, and it's it's fun. It's uh, f- the low low price of five. Dollars a month, Ben. What do you spend five dollars a month on? I don't
1: think I have bought anything for just five dollars.
2: I don't either. So what I do? Is I don't
1: spend. I don't spend
2: less than five dollars at a time. That's for sure. Well, you're a big baller. Yeah. Uh, but you know, some of us maybe spend it on big baller. A big baller. Some people spend it on, you know, uh candy bars or soft drinks. Folks, put the soda down. Yeah. Take that Take candy. it from an expert. Take it from an expert, a man uh, a dia- diabetes in motion. This is was what they call <laughs> me, folks. Take that Coca-Cola, put it on the ground where it belongs. Take that yeah, if you're if you're in the store, take that Coca-Cola take you picked down, up
1: and put it on put the ground. It down. Make, make it someone else's job. Grab
2: that pristine <laughs> unwrapped Snickers. Think about buying it and don't. Drop kick it. I'm saying kick it into the next aisle and say you you deal with it. <laughs> the one place that we ask you to not do that is the RBM Food Mart. But anywhere else, literally, yeah, defi- fuck that place. defile their business with your hate. And Disrespect take that $5 it. that you would have spent on the sugar and the death and give it to us so I can buy soda and candy bars because yeah. it's too late for me, but it's not too late for you, my friends. We can, you can still uh, enjoy your life. Yeah, gain more knowledge and uh, take those five dollars. Sign up for our Patreon,
1: please. Please, uh, you can learn about crazy shit, you guys, that Pat attempts to teach me.
2: Yeah, we've done 19 episodes.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, we've done a lot. Actually. You had
2: access to them all, too, which is kind of cool.
1: Last one we did was Robert Smalls, who is a fucking pimp.
2: Oh yeah, the uh, the the uh, the Civil War hero. Yeah, Civil War hero ex-slave. We've learned about uh, Madman. Yep, total Madman. We've learned about uh, weird historical figures. We've learned about cults, comic book stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of fun stuff on there. And stay tuned for an a terrorist organization
1: coming up next.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to learn about the, uh, the, the Irish. Pat, uh... The
1: Pets family is involved in. Yes. Guess which one it is. Guess which
2: one it is. <laughs> one it is. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Anyway, uh, so anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you don't have uh, the, 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 the time, the money, or the energy to devote towards our Patreon, what you can do to help this poor sack of garbage talking to you right now uh you can go uh, on itunes write a five-star review of i Learn nothing write a few words even if you just write it, eat book that would work out as well Yeah, eat book uh what else in uh, honor of my of my uh Tour of Duty at the Height School. Yep. Uh, find the Height School for Boys in Maryland on Facebook. Uh, give them a one-star review and write, Stop throwing books at Ben Scholock Or give them a five-star review and say, Please continue <laughs> throwing books at Ben we're gonna, uh Either one. At the end of the year, we're going to tally up the results and um, uh, either throw a book at Ben or uh, not throw a book at Ben. So please uh, <laughs> join our social experiment on that. Uh, find us on social media, uh, f- uh, Twitter. Twitter. Ben is at Gristleporn. Yep. G.R.I.S.T.L.E.P.O.R.N. Also uh, Instagram G.R.I.S.T.L.E.P.O.R.N. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Pat Dean. Uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, I'm doing a, a secret show Saturday. That's for, a secret now, is it? For Don't Tell Comedy. Um, I don't get how this works. I don't know why they do Wait, it. Are you way. allowed to say that then? Yeah.
1: Oh, I guess it's if it's on the day.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know where it is. It's a confusing thing where they have comedians okay, okay. do stand-up. If in you're a listening to this, location. come, come
1: watch Pat do comedy somewhere.
2: Just, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, I'll tweet about how to do it, I guess. Uh, so follow me on Twitter. But I don't know how this works. Um, but hell yeah, bitch! Come hear me tell jokes. I guess I don't know. I don't fucking care what you do. Uh, so yeah, go yeah. ahead and do that. Uh, what else? To find plug? us.
1: Uh, find us on Facebook. I learn nothing. Twitter. I learn nothing. Instagram. Pat, you know who's not a work of art? The Oof. son of a bitch. This real rat fucker. That rat fink who stole I learn nothing uh, on Instagram. This rat ass bitch. We're gonna find him. We're gonna skin him alive and then uh, paint beautiful pictures of flowers and rainbows on his carcass because that's how we make art you guys uh until then please follow us on Instagram as i learn nothing podcast and pat
2: you know what we say we say this every single time that we that we log off and it's something that we that, that we we mean from the bottom of our hearts you have to continue to keep on thinking hard but most importantly ben if, if you're, you're not, not catholic, catholic you're going, you're to, going hell. to hell <laughs>
0: International